Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actress Annie Rose Buckley, to the show. Welcome, Annie. Hi. <laughs> it's great to have you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited because it's nice to have a different perspective on different films. So I'm so glad you could join us today. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I know most people are going to know what film you're coming from. So Saving Mr. Banks, pretty obvious. Yep. Um, but this is kind of a very unique film in of itself because it, it delves into the history of Disney. And my first question for you, because I couldn't find a, a straight answer online, was, you know, what was this audition process like? for you because it, you're from Australia <laughs> okay, and yeah. yeah they're doing stuff in California so how did you do that was it was it a taped audition and then you came over to audition in real time for them yeah it was taped in Sydney but the funny thing was is that I was actually playing hockey in Newcastle and um we got the call saying I had a call back for this movie and my mum sent an email saying oh she might not make it, uh, can we get the latest possible audition? And I said, yeah, yeah. Um, so during the whole audition process, I was going back and forth to Newcastle um, just so I could play hockey, um, not expecting how big this movie actually was. Like no no one in our family knew how big it, this chance was. So we just, yeah. So we did tape it in Sydney um, multiple times. <laughs> And then, yeah, it got sent to America, and then I got it, and then I flew over to America for three months to film. So you were there for three months. How old were you at the time of filming itself? I was, uh, I think I was 12. So that was like a culture shock for you to come to the States. Have you ever been here before, or? Yeah, I was there the year before, and that was my first time in America. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) So good. What was your favorite food item that you got to eat over here while you were here for the three months of shooting? Cheeseburgers. I'm a massive burger fan. I love (laughs) burgers. (laughs) Now, while most of Saving Mr. Banks takes place in the 60s, there are countless flashbacks to P.L. Travers and her childhood. But were they completed before the 60s scenes or were they completed afterwards? So all my scenes were completed before. They basically did it. So they did mine, all my, like, scenes, and then they did Emma's. I I remember I went once to watch her, but that was after all my scenes were done. And it was just, like, it was amazing to watch. I was lucky enough that Disney gave me a a VIP pass. So my whole family that came over, we went to Disneyland and we got VIP access to all the rides. So we got to go to the front of the line. So so waiting between shots, because a lot of us know who have been in the film industry, you are doing a lot of waiting just to make sure you, you 
get the right lighting and especially yeah. you guys are shooting outside so you need to have nice sunny days who knows if it's gonna rain you know what I mean so yeah. for you in particular you get to hang out with Colin and Ruth so what was that dynamic like when the cameras weren't rolling oh it was fine like we all just got along like it was like we're actual family <laughs> It's great. When I was watching the movie again this past week, the thing that scared me to death was that you were riding bareback on the horse with Colin. Now, I, I, I need to ask, how long did it take to film that? And, and in preparation, how long was that preparation? And just to make sure everything was going to go smoothly. Um. Well, before we started doing the scenes, they took me and Colin out to like a ranch. And that's where we practiced it. I think we practiced that for like a couple of weeks. Just, yeah, a couple of days. We'd go there just practicing. But then on the actual day where we had to film it, um, my mum was probably the most scared. There was an ambulance. (laughs) She was like, she threatened Colin. She was like, Colin, if you hurt my daughter, you'll be in that ambulance too. (laughs) (laughs) It was all good. Um, <laughs> it didn't take that long to film. It, it took a couple of takes, but it was fine. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my goodness. And and the other part I was really nervous about was the water scene with Ruth. Because obviously, could you even touch the, uh, the ground, the floor during that water scene at all when she's out in the, the lake? Not re- I, was, I remember touching it like on my toes, like just touching it because it was a man-made lake. So it was sort of like net on the ground, um, but I could only like just touch it and it was freezing. It was so cold. There's another, you know, looking back on the film now again after seeing it in the movie theater when it came out initially and watching it again, there are a lot of difficult topics that, that are addressed in this film, you know, from alcoholism to suicide to the loss of a parent. So you're 12 years old you know, very, very smart, and know what you know what's going on, of course, but was there any discussion before this with your parents or with Colin or with the director about what exactly is going on, why it's happening? Well, I remember when I first got the script, my mum read through it with me, and she sort of explained what was happening. But then on set, um, I didn't really get phased by much because I knew it was, like, all acting. Um... Yeah, nothing really fazed me to the point where I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Um, yeah. Because those last couple of scenes with you and Colin, you know, very, the, very yeah. emotional and and very, you know, I, I, you usually technically don't see that in a film where you see a lot of visuals, especially with a child involved. So I didn't yeah. know for sure how they kind of, you know, worked around that and how they wanted to, you know incorporate that so after the shoot did you get to keep anything in specific you know a prop or a costume just to say hey I did this film and guess what I'm gonna keep something <laughs> yeah I got, I got heaps I got um I actually took my chair home that had saved Mr. Banks Ginty on it <laughs> oh Colin gave me his ring that he wore and his flute which is nice um and then the whole cast with the director and everyone who worked on it, they had me made, it was like a f- massive photo um, and they had all signed it, um, including like all the actors. It was really nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you were the youngest one in that film, of course, and it was 
one of your big debuts, so they wanted you to feel, you know, like you were one of the gang, and you really were because yeah. everybody worked so well in that film together. And then finally, the movie premiere. Tell me what that experience is like for you when you finally step out onto the red carpet. That was like, I can't even like explain. It was like a dream because you never think you would ever be there. All I remember is that I arrived and that there was, it was divided into like sections. It was like, I took a step out and there was just a crowd screaming and Colin actually, Colin was there before me, but he came back to pick me up um, and he walked through the cameras and the interviews with me, which was really nice. Um, Yeah, it was great. (laughs) When did you officially meet Tom Hanks? Because I know he he shot his scene separately. You said you only got to see Emma shoot her scene during one of the days. So was that the first time you met him on set or? The first time I met him was literally within the first five minutes I arrived on my first day at Disney Studios. Wow. (laughs) I I walked in, I saw the director and he was like, Annie, I want you to come meet someone. I walked in and there was Tom Hanks getting the haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And I just. I froze because all I could think of, it's Woody from Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) He just welcomed me and, yeah, said, glad to be working together. And I was just, I didn't, I was just frozen. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. (laughs) Now, what was your favorite scene in particular that you were not featured in when you finally saw the finished product? I did like the um, end premiere where Emma's in the theatre um, just watching the movie. It's very... Because it just relates a lot. Everyone gets to see why she's so upset, like why she is how she ended up. And, of course, Mary Poppins is the prominent feature, the character herself, from the books to the movie. Now, do you recall the first time you saw the film yourself or when you read the books? Oh, I, me and my twin brother, Max, we used to watch Mary Poppins, like, all the time. <laughs> I remember watching it when we were just, like, really, really young. I reckon four, three. Uh, and I, I read the book, the actual Mary Poppins book, before I went over to America, and it was just great. Yeah, so at the actual premiere, there was Dick Van Dyke. Um, there, He was there as well. Um, and Julie Andrews. Um yeah, it was just incredible. It was just like a dream. From that experience, what do you think you mainly took away from Saving Mr. Banks during the whole entire film shoot itself? It would probably be just to stay grounded. Like, I was fortunate enough that everyone on set was, they weren't, like, full of themselves or didn't think that they were too good for anyone. Um, it was just good to be around. Like, they made you feel welcomed and appreciated so I think just in this whole career it's now I'm only really realizing now how hard it is to get more work and I just like came from this amazing experience that I just need to stay on like the right level be like calm don't get full of myself and have you stayed in touch with the rest of the cast as Colin called you up for Thanksgiving or Christmas and be like, hey, have a happy holiday or, you know, Emma. We actually um, <laughs> send emails to Colin and the director and Alan Horn, the CEO of Disney, um, 
All of them. <laughs> I don't know if that's if something's in the works, but I only hope that they, you know, have another film coming up and they really think of you to have you back in the Disney universe again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope so. It'd be great. <laughs> I just recently changed my agent in Australia to um, Ignite Elite Artists, and I've got and I'm working with Paradigm in America. So hopefully from that more will come. <laughs> oh, I'm crossing my fingers for you because you're extremely talented and to be thrust into an all-star cast like that and be their equivalent on screen is just one of those things where it kind of blows you away because I remember when we first saw it, I was like, this is a really amazing film. I have three Disney-themed questions I ask every guest that comes on the show. So okay. I call them the Fab Three. And we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film, besides Mary Poppins, would you like to watch over and over again? Uh, I reckon Beauty and the Beast. And our goofy question, what Disney character, besides the ones from Mary Poppins, do you think would be your best friend if you met in person? Uh, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Let it go. <laughs> uh, again, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, and I really hope we get to see you on screen again soon. Please, please come back. If, if there's anything <laughs> big coming, coming around that corner, please let me know, because I, we'd love to have you back. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Silky ones. Silky ones. 